Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the modern nerd proudly brings to you its three-time live podcast episodes of all things nerdy. That was it. the other way, dude. Good night. Have a good night, guys. Um, all right, so welcome back. Uh, we Perfect. are going to be doing all kinds of stuff. We're going to be all over the place, so follow with us here. Um, first of all, how's it going? Dan, George, how are you guys? Good. You're trying to find my spot here. Um, <laughs> it's hard to tell when you can't see it. I know. It's like, good, don't man. move. Good, good, good. All right, well, we're just going to drop into it because we got a lot to talk about this time. Uh, so first thing, an older movie that came out, the first, in my opinion, real Marvel movie of Phase 4, not counting Black Widow, uh, Shang-Chi, ladies and gentlemen, dropped, what, two or three weeks, three weeks ago at this point? Um, man. Uh, if I had to give it a, a one-word review, excellent. I mean, that was just an excellent movie for me. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, I think the martial arts scenes were fantastic. They definitely marvelized them, uh, where it's like, here's a really cool martial arts sequence, and then a bus hanging off of a cliff. And <laughs> but otherwise, they, they did pretty good with, with the action. They did. Uh, I enjoyed the story. I thought it was good. I liked the way they changed the character of the Mandarin uh, and kind of tied it back in with the uh, Iron Man 3 so that it was kind of all like a whole thing. Um, I think there was a you know obvious use of comedy uh, in, in Aquafina and that weird CGI faceless creature and Trevor Slattery played by Ben... Uh, Kingsley, right? Yes. That was a that was a funny little. Actually, other yeah. So you know, I, I had a good time. Um, it didn't end exactly with a sky beam, but it might as well have been a sky beam. But you had a pretty cool end, <laughs> yeah. end fight scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I would say that I was just slightly disappointed in was in the credit in the trailer. You got to see. Like, you know, you saw Abomination, you saw Wong, and they were just so minorly utilized during the scenes. And then, like, when he's going to go fight, they got this big buildup where it's like, who's it going to be? Who's his opponent? It's someone you've never met before. And I'm like, yeah. ah, like, yeah. don't do that. Like, it's cool. I'm, like, sitting there going, it's his sister. Like, it's, you know, it... it you got so, debated. You yeah. got You got debated. But yeah. otherwise, I mean... Strong opening for Phase Four of Marvel. I think you know the the end credit sets it up for a little bit more dive into the history of the rings and how they're going to play into the greater storyline of everything going forward. Um, but I mean, um, what was this? Uh, I can't I can't do it. Simu, how do you say his name? I think it's Simu Lu. Simu Lu. Sorry, I, so. I, I don't want to screw it up, so I try. I don't know if that's to, right either. I don't yeah, know either. It's okay. Yeah, it was it was close enough, but well, hopefully it's close enough. Let's go with that. But I mean, he did. I think he was excellent. I think he he did very yeah. good. Um, nice delivery. Um, it was really cool seeing. Um, oh my god, I forgot her name. Aquafina. Nope, his mom, his aunt. Oh, uh, um, uh, Michelle, Michelle Yao. Michelle Yao. Yo, it was so cool seeing her back in something that is resembling martial arts because uh, she didn't have a huge fight sequence in there but it was it was more and it was it was good which punched my microphone fuck you microphone um right. it it was good i think the the dad 
the guy who played the Mandarin, I think played that very well. Mm-hmm. It was, it, 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 it you kind of had that, like, he's doing it for what he believes are the right reasons after the marriage, you know, when he re puts the rings back on, like he wants to, to, you know, find his wife who he thinks is very much alive. And so they kind of string you along where you're like, Oh my God, is she like, is he right? Like they gave you the evidence. I thought Michelle Yeoh was going to be revealed to be his mom. Honestly, that'd have been cool. Uh, But Um, you know, that one fight scene between the dad and the mom, Mandarin and the mom in the, in the, very good. So good. Very good. So good. Reminded me um, of like, you know, the uh, the crouching tiger. Mm-hmm. I mean, without as much ridiculousness, you know, the hero type fight. It's just with the leaves and uh it, it was very reminiscent of that. Mich- Michelle, yeah, what's really interesting is like I think there's a lot of um obviously like the sh- the movie's filled with like Marvel Easter eggs kind of here and there, especially mm-hmm. with the appearance of Abomination and Wong. Um I think what's interesting is is that somebody who um whoever decided to do the i guess in charge of like the action or the martial arts sequences or any of the physical i guess movements and stuff like that that the actors had to do whoever's in charge of that i guess that would be like a stunt coordinator who's ever in charge of that is very familiar with michelle yeo's work in martial arts films in hong kong you know this because the part where then she's doing like in the beginning she's doing showing like the her powers kind of that she's you know when, like a younger version of her the style of fighting is like considered like it's like tai chi that's what's supposed to be like right it's mirrored mm-hmm. after tai chi movements michelle yo's like one of her first breakout films in martial arts is like a movie called like uh i think it's called like there's different names for it but it's called like Twin Brothers or something like that. It's essentially a tai, like the original Tai Chi master. It's the same film that Jet Li got his breakout role in. Hmm. So those to to make her somebody who was a master in Tai Chi and those movements and all that, it was like looking into like the past of an actor's like you know career, and it, it was like a really interesting nod that they decided to cast her for that kind of role and to have her do those kind of martial arts movements, which is like essentially from her first big film you know and it's like they, they they i'm impressed because they swung for the fences to get somebody who's so iconic in that style of martial arts to come back and do that you know so that's what i think a lot of maybe people who aren't as familiar with this genre film might not have recognized and i i, I you can tell this was a um it's like marvel's homage to like the martial arts genre yeah yeah Nice, you can appreciate nice that storyline wise storyline wise i mean semi-predictable of course as are all marvel films but that's okay because we've come to expect that and it is very formulaic because one could argue that a lot of elements of the storyline is very similar to black panther <laughs> so you know as far as like villain motives you know he's a he's a he's a villain that you have like you, you mean, hope you can be redeemed. You know, you have sympathy for him. to find parallels. In exactly. You will, you will, you feel oh, yeah. like you can, like, you feel sympathetic towards him because he has, like, a legitimate, like, you f- his heart is in the right place, kind of, but it's just like he's misguided, right? And isn't that the same thing with, like, Black Panther, right? Like, yeah. Um, I, yeah I'm sure I, we'll get into, yeah. I, I, yes, I liked it as well. Uh, I had a few things working against me. Um, I was too concerned 
with the I didn't enjoy it, I don't think, as much as you guys, but that was because of a couple of reasons. One, I was too concerned about the big picture. I was too excited about where this is going, what's going to happen, what is this leading to big universe style-wise, and I wasn't enjoying the ride as much as I should have been and too busy looking uh, on the horizon. Um, I also, as you two know, not everyone listening may know, is I, I was addicted to weed, hardcore, and I smoked weed before watching every movie. Um, I dare say I don't, I might have enjoyed it more high, I, but I don't know. Uh, and so that also was working against me. Um, I, it, it was good. Uh, I, you know, the beginning was interesting. I was so, it was just so like low key and it was just about these two friends just like kind of like messing around like being valets and it was just kind of like a nice i was into that i would have watched that movie honestly just these two just i mean yeah give them a spinoff yeah just well not even like but like not even in a marvel universe is what i'm saying i would have watched the movie of just them these two buddies like you know being valets in san francisco is that wait is that where it was yeah san francisco um and I I was into that, and I liked and I liked that kind of like back to your roots like organic style storytelling. Mm-hmm. And then the bus scene hit, and I was like, wow, like this like there was some really impressive choreography, some really cool stuff. I mean, yeah, it got a little marvelous with the bus crash and the craziness, but I was still like, this is really cool. And mm-hmm. as it it started so simple and organically and by the end was might as well have had a giant sky beam with the cgi battle it just by the end it was just it was a giant cgi battle i mean yeah Mm -hmm. it was just it was just very bogged down by the grand scheme of things comparatively to the beginning which just felt so like what like bare bones what mattered as opposed to lots of dressing uh at the end and that i mean again very concerned about I was thinking about how is he, you know, how are these rings even work? You know, how does that even, how does, how, you know, they don't explain that at all, but it's clear that that's a major plot point in future movies after seeing the uh, initial prose credit scene, which was exciting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I, too. yeah. Um, I mean, God, that, I mean, that first one scene, I mean, obviously my biggest takeaway as a Hulk fan was seeing Bruce Banner and Bruce Banner form and, Maybe we could see the actual big green dude uh, again one day. Um, But uh, yes, overall, uh, a a step in the right direction and kind of uh, uh, exciting in that we were seeing like the like the birth of a new like legend uh, in in Shang-Chi. Like he's going to be like fun to see in future Marvel movies and his dynamic within groups. And just his overall style of fighting is is still fun to watch. Like mm-hmm. you know, uh, and the rings are they're a little crazy sometimes, but they're I think still very fun to watch. And it'll be interesting to see how he uh, how his fighting style and mastery of the rings incorporates into fighting other villains. And um, that is an exciting prospect for me as well. Yeah. I I do like that a lot of his scenes his action scenes, you know, there was no superpower, you know, it, it yeah. kept it a very raw, very, you know, uh, maybe not relatable, but like something along those lines where like, Oh, it's a guy who knows martial arts. You know what I mean? Kind of like how, how Hawkeye's a guy with an arrow, you know, bow and mm-hmm. arrow. Like it, it, there's, he's not 
over the top billionaire. He's not a god mm. of thunder. He, you know, he's he's a person. He's a human being, and and that kind of made it real nice. I, I I do like the yeah where they're going with it and and what they're gonna do with the rings and how it'll incorporate. You've seen kind of how it'll incorporate into his fighting style which like just that little bit at the end when he's like fighting his dad and then and then he's he's fucking up the thing the demon whatever it's called demon thing not yeah i can't i can't remember what it was the the uh generic cgi blob thing um that was ray and the last dragon (laughs) yeah It it was cool to see him use them in a way that we hadn't seen his father used them so it, it kind of separated too many times you'll see you know this type of character where you know someone's in training to learn how to uh fight like someone else and then it's just a carbon copy and the two of them have a, a, a generic back and forth with the same move being used left and right it's like picking the same character in tekken you're like this is entertaining but it gets boring and then mm-hmm. this one you got to see you know uh, a, a little bit more complexity being used with the rings and, and, and martial arts being used with them and everything. So it was it was cool to see that and, and kind of still be able to differentiate the character's fighting style even when he was using the same weapon as the other person. So that was cool. Um, yeah. We're gonna, I, we're gonna see I, so I was going to say... That. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, when dan brought up like the bigger picture of where it all fits in. it's very interesting that they put him in san francisco because i was like dan you know who else is in san francisco right i, I forget tell me ant-man oh yeah okay that's right and right. agent Wu is there too technically i guess kind of like oh, yeah Wu, like oh my god could you point? see a show where it's agent woo and, and like ant-man and like aquafina and freaking sh- shang chi like all in like san francisco doing some weird like hey, the shenanigans don't, don't discount darcy she was with Wu at the end that's of true darcy Vision, like so. i would like I, the I, shenanigans I, magic <laughs> magic Dude, I, like just I love goofy things going on in that town because it's like in san francisco obviously because it's got a huge asian culture in it also true i, I was just I in hope, san francisco i hope Wu is like the new uh, Agent Coulson. I hope he just starts showing up in like all the movies. Oh yeah, because he's just so freaking likable and good for business. Well, you uh, know he's going to be around for a while because they're not going to give him the Joss Whedon treatment and kill him like he does all his fucking characters. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, that, that'll be nice. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, yeah, that that whole thing. I don't know. I thought I thought that was okay. I thought that was like a little. I, I think that worked for that movie. Even though they brought him back to life yeah. in a show um that's not but, canon uh, that's not canon uh that the, the, the words any nerd hates to mutter that's not canon uh, yeah some nerd you know some nerd gets off on it just correcting people i don't know it could all canon. everything is canon oh. now with the multiverse i would say everything's canon oh, it's, not, no, it's all canon. open game they, they, o- they officially said no it's all game agents of shield is not canon whatever, whatever. No, dude, the multiverse just... makes everything possible dude. right they can totally backtrack on that in yeah like five that doesn't years. mean They're anything like, and also not to mention i mean this is another thing i don't know if we want to get to it but like the announcement like that like they're gonna find a way to bring all those daredevil characters back from netflix 
I found way to bring some version of it, similar storyline, but it's like an alternate oh. reality. So it means that everything is open game, dude. Like they're willing to do that for I mean we, for Daredevil. Of all things, no they chose Daredevil, and that means that for sure, I mean, Agents of Shield. If they ever wanted to bring characters in from that, they could because like they own that whole right. Yeah, but it's like, not like I some mean, so, stuff so, they got to work out with Netflix. Bringing Punisher back is great. Bringing Daredevil back is great. Yeah, Jessica. Luke Cage, fine. But then, <laughs> does anyone want <laughs> Iron Fist? Back? No, I don't care. No, but no. he he'll show up as a side character, maybe want, with Shang Chi or something. Jessica I don't Jones know. Back. I mean, Jessica yeah, Jones absolutely. is the one I want back the most, honestly. Literally everybody except that yeah. Iron Fist. He's I'll fine. He could Fist. be on other people's I show. Like... It's Luke Cage with Luke Cage. They're supposed to be on the same show together, anyway. That one sh that one episode where he showed up in Luke Cage's show was like. 10 times better than anything he was in any of the, the Defenders or his own show. <laughs> I mean, so, I've read uh, some good runs of Iron Fist, and he's an interesting character. He really is, to the depth of it. He has some uh, uh, really cool upbringing and background and like history, and they just they didn't do it justice, and the fight was horrible. They so, should know, throw down. Let's see it. I want to see it. it they have in the comics, I believe. I know, so they should do it on, it, on yeah. screen. Let's, but let's like, see. But just not, not that actor. Somebody else. Just yeah. reboot that. Um, it's awkward that you're bringing back other characters, though, in that universe, and then to recast, like, one, is that's a rough spot for them to be in. So man, I don't know. I don't here's, know. I, here's I, my I, pitch. The two of them get taken to an altered dimension to compete as a team in a martial arts tournament. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> they have, they both get entered into a martial arts tournament. They got to try to save, and then at the very end, it's like they have to face off each other before the finals, and it's like to the death, and they have to like fake one of the deaths in order to like advance. It's a whole whole sounds story. Like, sounds like Dragon Ball Z, Bloodsport. Like name like seventeen movies, and they're all exactly be that same story. <laughs> um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they only brought over. Uh, Daredevil cast and Punisher. Yeah. I mean, oh god, that is not freaking Jessica, Jessica from Jones. True Blood. Oh right, I really hope they bring over Jessica Jones. She was, I really, yeah, Jessica ar Jones, arguably uh, the best in terms of embodiment of character. Agree. No, so yeah, Jessica Jones is my favorite out of the four. Uh, mine is Daredevil. I think Charlie Cox. Was great job too fantastic i think the whole writing on the first and third season of daredevil were excellent because when you start watching the second season and you realize there's no wilson fisk you're like i almost already just don't give a shit like <laughs> with without Ooh. vincent d'onofrio charlie cox daredevil the character was still interesting it's just and and his character development was cool i just was like oh, cool yeah. this is what centered and he's Electra, uh, for sure like, kingpin's gonna be i mean i think the first I, the two main characters they want to bring is daredevil and kingpin the other yeah. guys like you know like Dude. the other people working at the office and the other side characters from that is like questionable but i know for sure it's because they need kingpin they want kingpin in the series which is like the smartest move and it's I've like how do you bring before, in kingpin yeah. without daredevil right like yeah i i mean i've said this to tim before i think in all marvel anything uh not mcu mcu vincent d'onofrio as wilson fisk is the best villain out of anybody great casting he is would, so good. Plays a fucking agree. psycho. It's it's and it's such a calculating and it's like you can like you can sometimes tell 
exactly what he's thinking and sometimes mm. he can't tell anything and he is complicated he is so mm-hmm. good and i am uh excited to have him come to the mcu yeah. and i honestly i i can see i hope he could you know play a bigger role in the whole thing um, i hope so just, too just more whatever the more screen time for him the better yeah. uh, for yeah. everyone so all right speaking of multiverse stuff and, and, and what we want to do we're going to shift a little bit here um, there's an obvious connection, but I'm going to wait because I really want to build to that one. I'm going to go to what if. I, th- I think that kind of ties in here because there are some implications from that going forward I think we can talk about. So I was going to originally do, I think we, did we talk about the first episode? Either we way. We talked about, about at least up to the, z- z- I think we didn't t- see, talk about the zombie one, right? Okay, I mean, we'll, we'll recap them all, mm-hmm. but what, what if has finished. There were nine episodes. Um, overall impression for me, I enjoyed it. I did. Um, I, I think it was a, a little lacking of substance in the middle, or sustenance a little bit in the middle. I think it it started real strong, and then, you know, the rest was good, but I just kept wanting more Agent Carter, or, mm. or Captain Carter, and, like, I wasn't getting that, and so it just kind of pulled away from the rest of the stories, because that was... Like, one of the more heart-wrenching, touching moments that they had was, you know, uh, it's now uh, Peggy who is at a loss of Steve instead of the other way around. And I think it kind of, it hit people a little bit more than it did when Steve lost Peggy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, another white guy. I don't know, not me. Um, But, but, uh, you know, and then, and then, um, what the hell was the second one? It was, it was T'Challa. Yeah, it's Star Lord. Star Lord. That was a good one. We talked about that. I enjoyed it. it. And then we had zombies after that. Was that the third one? Uh, Zombies was the the fifth one. What the hell are we missing? Um, Let's let's get something going here. Um, But yeah, I would say I'm okay with the pacing of it. Actually, I feel like the thing was is it started off on a like a great hit, and that Captain Carter was such a great story. But also, I think. Okay, in the so middle, got... I'm okay with the middle ones being the way they were as tone wise. Because yeah, the, the third one, what is what is the world lost its mightiest heroes? Yeah, that one strongest. was interesting. It was it, gets, it was for sure. It gets kind of dark after that. That was the yeah, one that starts of... getting kind of really dark, and like right. you're like, holy shit! Like we, I can't believe how close we were to averting disaster. Right? It's like, like what what are we here to be excited about at this? Yeah, point? Um, Nick Fury thrown down. Uh, you know. Uh, um, and then, then, then it's Doctor Strange lost his heart. And I like that one. Sad I think town. Doctor Strange is my personal favorite. I, heartbreaking. It's, it's heartbreaking, but it is extremely well done. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, very well done. A, and I, it's, I think it kind of, and it's nice to see. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, there are different power tiers for people, but it's so interesting to see that if strange was inclined like he could descend down the darkest of paths this is literally mm-hmm. i mean i don't yeah. i mean what like what path is darker than this i don't know if i want to know yeah this is but, as bad as it gets this, for him. but i mean he literally destroyed it all in the name mm-hmm. of love and i there's i mean that's a beautiful it's a heartbreaking it, story maybe it's a little cheesy i don't i don't think so i thought it was fantastic oh, calm and down meatloaf i'm a fan of of cumberbatch and the character and i think he did it justice and i think this this is a uh a nice little peer and i i think that because of this i kind of hope that they uh explore 
uh, the relationship with him and uh, Rachel, whatever her, whatever her name is. Yeah. Rachel. Uh, like her, him and his love interest a little more because, God, I mean, this, without it, he was he was undone like, yeah. entirely. And I never really got that sense in the movie. No. Um, but, but then you uh, think about it, like she must, she was there for him, like right after the right, accident. Even, right. Yeah, even, even when they weren't together, right? even when they so, weren't together. Yeah. She was always there. She was her, his best friend. And then after the accident, it looks like she was trying to like save him for like, God knows how long until he finally right. went off the edge and disappeared. Um, so I hope that's that that's uh, acknowledged a little more in the upcoming Doctor Strange. Movie. Seems like it will be. Um, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then so we got so we got that, and then zombies, which I mean, zombies. I so that was interesting. I liked it. It's comedy. I, 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 yeah. I as I mean, yeah. of course, seeing Spider-Man being like the last Bastion is you, you gotta love it. It was their I, take you know. on Shaun of the Dead, kind of. Because it had, well, no, do you know what I'm saying? Have... Like tone wise, it was very similar to Shaun the Dead. It was a comedy, yeah. but the, because zombies, if you t right. if you if you don't take zombies into a comedy form, it becomes The Walking Dead, which like whatever we've all seen that. So like right. they chose to go the comedy route, which was like the Shaun of the Dead route, which was like yeah, there were sad places, and yes, it's gruesome and whatever, but like the tone over wise is lighter because of hey guys, I'm Spider Man, your friendly neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like you know I'm like, until, like, i know you're cheating but i don't care i love it like until the end <laughs> until like the until the twist of the episode and then it got kind of intense uh, yeah um yeah that was but it was good and the shot uh, of the dad's like I, that too dude like the, as, I, it, as i've said to, to george the you know once you get past the whole like you know zombie avengers can just all of a sudden use their powers like they're alive which i have a hard yeah. time getting past so i'll be honest um it's a, it was it was good stuff and the, the ending was intense and i think the quality held up uh and i think it was probably a fans of uh, uh of the zombie you know um mcu characters were really excited to see I'm yeah it's guessing. funny um go ahead I like that there was a payoff that they did eventually come back, that they didn't just leave the zombie. Because, like, you were like, where it's going to happen? Like, yeah. they went back, well, like, so when they assembled, I guess, here, everybody, they went back to everyone my, but that one, right? Here was my big issue of the whole thing, which kind of, it, it, it fixed it. But it, it was, each episode, they had an ending problem, in my opinion. They didn't really tell us a whole story. It's, it. Each that's the point they, though no no but but not real why why that's the why? point why is because all Have those you read an episode or read a, a, a thing they're self-contained stories there that's was the, no, but like, for them that was the point is because of, they went back and assembled the team from each right, universe but, but and they they were showing you they where that. they where they were being plucked away from their each oh. universe at what point in the story because if you watch the very end of the of this last yeah. episode they kind of pay yeah. it off a little and do it not and it's also because then there's the chance for future like solo episodes about those universes and you can always go back and finish those stories it's not a, like, i don't think the whole point was to finish the story. the story i feel like the point was to like yo there's these many storylines that we could go with and we're gonna do that we're gonna next season we're gonna give more we'll tell you more about what finished off with these other people we think we only saw a small glimpse of like how each people person's story was about to end at the and end of this last episode 
unless they unless they were like uh, honestly i didn't think they were gonna do the whole everybody comes together at the end like i, I didn't piece all of it together i didn't so what? for me watching all of this it was like cool you, these you are didn't basically you like, didn't hear uh, a single wait, thing sh- about the guardians of the multiverse um we, yeah we like going through this they seemed more like teasers then than episodes they're like oh. here's 15 minutes 20 minutes of like things we might tell you in the future and i'm like i don't cool like i don't tell me a story give me a, an episode a full beginning middle and end and some of them had some that kind of wrapped up a little bit and like leaving things open to interpretation that's one thing but like some of them just kind of were like and it's over and you're like what like that's literally the it's like mid-sentence it's like the end of sopranos for one of them i can't remember which one we're like oh yeah and so and you're like what the fuck just happened i mean they, if they did they did yeah. bring it back together at the end and yeah that was the whole point though there right. but like that they it, were going to bring it back together i'm i'm like okay with I it can see how you can lose viewers if they're not a super invested and do the research and figure out where they're going people are wow. going to be like oh well cool fine some people lose they're not concerned about that because they've got 75 billion dollars but like it's marvel man if you don't think that on some level they're gonna tie something together at some point yeah you're fooling yourself yeah uh, there i mean like i didn't i didn't think it was gonna be this uh yeah but i but i thought i mean there's no way there would tease us like that and not follow through at some point maybe not Maybe there was going to be future seasons of the show that they'd follow through on, which I was fine with. Um, but for me, it was a nice, uh, though uh, slightly awkward and unexpected assembling of this team. It was, you're not, I'm, I was excited. I mean, I, I would have picked other people. Probably. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but regardless, uh, you know, I think it was, it, the whole thing was the watcher was uh, kind of knew how, how it was going to play out. And so he, picked his you know his team based on what would happen mm-hmm. um so that was fascinating um okay so what if killmonger rescued tony stark not my favorite episode I, it's to I set up thought, his character i actually thought the writing was really well done yeah. but for me something about it was kind of like they were speeding through it uh killmonger and so many of the people were talking in the same monotone uh, throughout the entire episode, and almost no uh, like strong emotion was showed one way or the other. Uh, yeah. and that's kind of something I noticed early, and it did not change, especially as shit got more intense. It was just kind of like, you know, Killmonger practically narrating of why these things should happen, and I'm just kind of like, okay, it's it's a good show. Show me some emotion, man. Um, I uh, it was I it, I thought it was an interesting story. I thought the story was cool, and it was fun to see. And obviously, this was one of the ones that was teased uh, prior to uh, the show's release. Yeah. And it was good to see play out. Uh, I don't know if it lived up to what our expectations might have been. Yeah, it but, didn't go uh, where I anticipated it's, it's, it going. It's more to set up his story for the end. Right, than that makes else. sense. Um, but it was still, it was interesting. I mean, I, I think from my perspective, I kind of always thought that, you know, an alternate version of Killmonger might be not such a bad guy. Yeah, actually, that's uh, what know? I thought too. That Tony and, could influence him to be a good guy, right? And based Wrong on person that, to influence him, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's fair. But based on this episode, I mean, he solidifies. I mean, he not only solidifies his his antagonist role in this episode, he does even again uh, at the end. And it's a, it's, a it's it's an interesting 
you know, because I think, you know, he was a good villain in that we sympathized with him and that he had he whatever his, the way he went about it, you can argue, but his reasons behind it made sense. And he kind of, for me, went off the deep end uh, in mm. terms of reasoning and logic uh, from this episode moving forward. I kind of, that's one of my favorite things about him was that like he more or less kind of, I mean, you could, you know, his decisions of what he wanted to do as King of Wakanda in Black Panther, you could kind of start to see his descent a little bit, but it was still, it, there was still the underlying reasoning of, he wanted to help he wanted and, to do the right thing right you know? and this he i mean he just kind of it, it, he went way beyond that yeah. and that that was a little heartbreaking i guess to mm -hmm. see because i've always held killmonger as one of the better well, villains and I, and I and i understand that he's the villain and stuff but i guess i thought there was i had more sympathy for him before well, but uh, that's the point though is it's not that it's not the same one this is what right. happens when he right. has the wrong influence around him and so you know it 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 this one i feel is a bit more well i guess this one and like strange are more like talking about like societal influences and like you know things around you and how much you should kind of look at like your surroundings and who you choose to have in your life and how well things can go or how bad things can go depend based on the decisions you make whereas like yeah. marvel zombies is just fun zombies you're like cool and then what if thor were an only child you're like oh he's a party animal uh, you know and like that, 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 i'm okay you know, with that's like what's the one after yeah. this it was it was, it was, it was as thor. i like to call it, it it's uh actually alternate title national lampoons thor odinson okay yes. it's fine because i feel like it went like it went more action right so it's like the pacing of the show it went action uh action really dark not really dark, but dark, and then like really dark. dark, and then like oh okay, dark, and then like finally light like there was like movie. a light tone episode kind of. So I was okay yeah. with that, yeah, like because it's so. like it like every episode, especially after the Doctor Strange episode, I was like, are these all just gonna get darker and yeah. sadder as it goes on? Because this depressing. is fucking depressing, dude. Oh, fucking Tony so dies, and Tony up to this point had not survived a single one of these episodes. He dies until, in every single episode he's in until the yeah. last episode. But fun fact, yeah. There was an episode that they pitched that was uh, uh, designed around Spider-Man that got declined, denied because it was too dark. Yeah, like <laughs> you look at like I still uh, see that. You, you look at like Doctor Strange and the um, uh, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Like those two are, are arguably the darker of all the episodes, especially the Strange one. That one went into dark. some places. Yep, but like I think it was. Like, oh man, I don't even remember, but it, it might have been like more of like a man spider type episode Ooh, where what if he turned man. into, you know, man spider instead? And oh it was, God. it was like, I, I don't have all the details, but like that just kind of shows they were like, okay, there's a line, but it, like, you know, they okay. didn't. They, Probably it, like so, a Marvel version of The Fly with fucking. Pretty much. Oh. I mean, he yeah, turned. Yeah. Episode um, issue one hundred. He he. Jeff Goldblum. Um, he did something. I don't remember what what he took, but he he started to grow extra hands or arms out of his body, mm -hmm. and then starting after that, he did turn into Man Spider. Because yeah, I remember he was the trying, TV I think show. It was Doc Connors or something like that. Yeah, it was. I have a dark storyline for that from the original car cartoon that we used to watch as kids. 
Yeah. I remember that. It was a big storyline. It was a good one. So I feel like what if Thor were an only child was the, you know, the like, here, let's just lighten things up a yeah. little bit. <laughs> and, which, watch, which... and watch that fight that we got teased, dude. The tease of like that face off from, from Endgame. True. When Cap and oh, Captain yeah. Marvel and Thor looked at each other and did the stare down, and you're like, that'd be interesting like to see. Where like what? Cap, Cap, you know, like Cap, Marvel's like power is that she soaks damage like no tomorrow. Like you could just throw every single like she just absorbs it. Like literally, like whatever you throw at me, I'm just gonna suck it all up and throw it back at you. And like it's good to and then Thor who has this like unlimited amount of like energy especially this party Thor, it seems like has even more like, you know, more, more down to fight even more if that was ever possible. And to th see the two of them throw down two probably of the stronger heroes we know of in the MCU, just like no holds bar throw down was very entertaining. Cause it, I think it like, it, it probably was like a good lead up to being like, yo, listen up. we like this. We chose to do these stories in a cartoon version. Cause if we had to pay for real life CGI, this would never get like paid for. Like, <laughs> Was that, be... one, was that the only one rooting for for Thor? <laughs> like I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I it, it, it did seem like they nerfed her a little bit for this, which I'm like, sure. you kind of you needed to because she dude, just pretty much she could blow up the earth if she wanted to. Wiped house. Yeah, we. She is gonna be nerfed for her movie. She has to be. Like, well, it's you not. Can't, it's not gonna be her movie. I mean, sure, but she, uh, then, yeah, then she's barely going to be in it because you, they, I mean, the Captain I mean, Marvel effect, dude, like you can't, you write yourself into a corner every time. You either have to nerf her or have her not be there and show up at very particular times. I think they're going to kill her. Oh, well, that's probably honestly the best thing. Because Monica uh, Rambo, she actually dons the Miss Marvel, the Captain Marvel, uh, yeah. That's why it's called. Point, that's why the next Marvel. one is going to be called the Marvels, Marvel. is because they're yeah, going to introduce yeah. what's her name, Miss Marvel, also from the TV show, is going to show yeah. up too. They've already, it's all, it's all set. So yeah. then the yeah. ending of Thor: We're an Only Child was was really the only. It was like it was like they tacked on an end credit scene. Actually, there was that was an end credit scene, it's, I, it's, I believe, where Ultron I, shows up. It's funny because. Uh, you could say in like a, a theater or a TV show kind of way is that like um, a narrator like the watcher is the ultimate quote unquote break into the fourth wall because he's li literally narrating the story and talking to us, the audience. Right. And what's interesting about the way that episode ended and as the gradual progression of how he started telling the story was like he blurred the lines between like our reality and his reality of him talking to us and all that. And, and that was the one where you're like, he totally breaks the fourth wall on that. And, and, and even more so because he's just like, Whoa, wait a minute. That, that wasn't supposed to happen. Like Ultron's not supposed to show up here. Like he, it was even yeah. more of a, a situation right. where he, that, that was like final. If you think about all the episodes as him cracking the fourth wall and it's a glass pane, that's the one where he like smashed it and was like, Whoa, wait a minute. Okay. That wasn't supposed yeah. to happen. Like, and it, it, that's, that's when you were like, okay, now we hit the point where it's like, this is the, this is the part, like the re rest of the episodes are all just one big, like, you know, ending climax to the, it's the payoff for all these other episodes. So I really enjoy that ending. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then you've got what if Ultron won, which I really, I enjoyed that episode 
quite thoroughly. You think it's enough um, to say it's his redemption in the MCU because Ultron has such a shitty reviews in general as yeah, far as like probably. bad here bad villains. Like he's considered one of the worst ones, right? Like yeah. they did do him dirty because he <laughs> they was did a him much, dirty, dude. much more powerful villain in, in the comics and everything. Yeah, but... uh, you know who was done dirty, which I am not fully over, uh, was Thanos in, in this episode. Um sorry. But no, I loved it. I, are you kidding me? Thanos Loved with Mellow with Thanos, you five, mean? With, no, Chill with Thanos. Thanos with five Infinity Stones gets pwned in one move. Uh-oh. But, but, by Ultron. Are you kidding me? He like, wasn't ready for it. Dude, yeah. talk, talk, I mean... They, they're uh, not... Like, there's no active... It's not like a... Uh, what's it called? Like I'd a, rather uh, watch a freaking Goldberg match, dude. Like, at least ugh. there's more action in those. Like, this is like, give me something. Give me a little bit of a battle. Like, the this... That was a huge uh, disservice to Thanos. One of the most... I don't the, think so. Are you kidding me? Five he had his service. One? Yeah, but like, give me a battle. Like, this is one of the biggest badasses in the galaxy, if not the biggest badass. And he gets pwned in a single move by Ultron? Sorry, dude. No. And I think That's, we're going to come to see that that Ultron, that not Ultron, that Thanos was Sorry. not as big a deal as it as as he was made out to be. I think I it's going to see that there's much, much more intense things in this world than thanos uh, the hey, thing hey, is Wade wilson to pop in just to say that's just lazy writing that's fine <laughs> i mean come on I, I i guess they had shit to do but like give me a reason as to why he did that so easily at least i mean like, there's that... there's no they don't give off like a, a shield or a power he has to activate all of them and if you don't see a person physically move very 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 hard to anticipate uh, uh, something happening. So it's just like, oop, this can split him in half. You forget that the Mind Stone is an Infinity Stone. So it's not that he just got destroyed by a robot. He got destroyed by an Infinity Stone. So it's yeah, not like if this is this is one of the most powerful things on the planet. Yes, the other guy has five of them, but he didn't use them. He wasn't yeah. given the opportunity. It's too slow That's on why the draw, Thanos. It made, it made Ultron more... Uh, uh, calculated because he doesn't sit he didn't sit there and monologue and nope. let the guy talk and and mm -hmm. build time and then there's a fight thanos mm -hmm. talked thanos was a classic talker he monologuing talked. telling you everything that's going to happen villain this guy was just like i have one purpose this is it you're dead like yeah. it, it that's a it machine a efficiency to it I don't understand how, why, I mean, I feel like this is the first time Thanos has been disserviced in this multiverse. Uh, I mean, not that like he was disserviced, but just like that in just, I feel like he's a bigger threat in many more universe. At least that's my instinct is he would be a bigger threat in many universes. And it seems like he's a fucking puppy in like some of these other universes. Like in the T'Challa one, he's just like one of the good old boys, just convinced super easily that, you know, that this is what you should do. And I'm just kind of like, uh, what? I went along with it because it was yeah, kind of along with funny it. to see, but it's... like, this is like one of the most driven people in any given universe. And he's just, I don't know, been pwned either by writing or by, or yeah, lazy writing, I guess is my, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I've had I, enough of Thanos as a, I don't like, I just I don't... feel like as, I mean, what I would probably say is, I think overall in the movies, the best villain. I, I don't. I feel like he's been done a great disservice. I mean, you can't. Who's a better villain than him? Uh, I don't think anyone. 
and then yeah, but just, I mean, not only have does... him be the best villain, have him be the villain for like all of these movies to just kind of like. I think like, that's oh, the whole. Po- well, I think the whole point is just to point out that like we're just like you know they're like moving on. They're like that's why they're like we're done with. Thanos. Yeah, but like, remind me why he was such a big threat in the first place. Like, it doesn't make any you know sense. actually no. what. You okay, really this is actually interesting. You know what it is well, actually, Dan. Like, I'll tell you that the reason why but... the reminding part is missing is because they took out the Tony Stark episode with Gamora, and they're yeah, I'm pretty sure true. supposed to fight Thanos in that episode. Well, I don't so know. Thanos I don't, I don't as a quote unquote big I... bad guy, I think, was going to be the Tony Stark episode with him and Gamora. And that's the episode that's missing that they're saving for next season. And that, that yeah, might that be weird at the end. Yeah, it's because they ran out of time due to the pandemic. What? I mean, they made the episode. They had to have. No, I mean, they, they ran out of time for the pandemic. So they decided to cut it and put it in for next year. Yeah, but it it kind of made her seeing her being there. It didn't make any sense. I know. But that's like, that's wait, the what? choice they decided to do, dude. I mean, what are they you going to do? Like I'm, they made the episode. Or it's mostly done. At yeah, least. and they chose to instead of delaying the release of that series, they chose to release it on the schedule that they said they were going to. And I'm, I'm sure the bean counters made their voices heard, and that's how it works in a big multi-billion-dollar corporation like Disney. So, what are you going to do? Yeah, you, like you can't blame it, it on the people. You know, you can't blame it on the people making the show. You know, it's not the people making the show. Like the the it's, it's somebody up there above them Kevin. who made that call. So, Kevin made that call. Fine. Yeah. Um, I, I like that I said, they. I said all that to ahead. say that I that I ultimately really enjoyed uh, the last two episodes. And yeah. I thought they were. I thought they were great. And the the saying that breaking the fourth wall was fantastic and right in my alley. Watcher um, and yeah. and Ultron throwdown was fucking crazy. That was insane. Great. That was great. It pays that off that uh, that beat intro, you know, the, the breaking universes. glass intro of every single episode. And all the different panes of glass and stuff like that. I really love the payoff of it because it's like literally that's what the whole show was like. You know, they were going through different dimensions and the glasses breaking through all the different dimensions. And there's that one Steve Rogers getting sworn in as president of the United States. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I st- <laughs> Steve and, Rogers. And we had, we've had President Rogers and. Presidential candidate Loki, Loki as well, yeah. which I thought was <laughs> just which crazy, was, which was classy. I do like the last episode. I like the way it was told. I like the action. I think mm-hmm. it really did tie everything together very nicely. It was weird when Gamora showed up. I was like, oh, but I did yeah. like when he was like, not you, Stark. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, good. <laughs> Fuck Tony. <laughs> um, uh, but I mean, it it the action was fantastic. I like the way they brought Natasha back in. I honestly was like, wait a second here. Are they bringing back Scarlett Johansson? Right. I thought they were like, I was like, I was like, please don't do that. Like you just, you just slapped her in the face and now you're going to be like, sorry. And put her back in the fucking thing. Yeah, they did. No, No, not just that, but just like, I I don't think the the timing of the movie, like there's a whole much more than just like their little dispute, um, which I'm glad she won. Or came to an agreement with at least, but like it just was like there. You want to talk about disservice? She got the biggest disservice uh, of um, all every character on the entire roster. Pretty close, uh, yeah. But um, you know, I, I thought they were going to do that. I'm kind of glad they didn't because I was like, we just need to move on from 
uh, most of the original cast. I think obviously we're going to have, you know, Thor is going to be in it for a little bit longer and, and Hawkeye. I don't know what's going to happen with oh. his show, which is soon, I think. That's next. It's December. Christmas time. It's, in it's December. the Christmas time show. Yeah. Um, That'll be interesting. Okay. Okay. All of that was great. We loved it. I love what they're the implications that these characters might have some effect on the story going forward in the major MCU. I like that. I think that's cool. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, something else that's going to have, if not the largest effect on the forthcoming phases of uh, of the movies, is is Spider-Man. We, we, we finally got a Spider-Man trailer a couple, like a week ago. We're a little late to the game on this one. And... Um, Holy shit. Just yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh like man, I don't even there's so much that happened in this trailer. <laughs> there was so much fan speculation about who all these people are. Oh my god, there's a cameo. Oh, Easter egg. But like half of them aren't true. They've been debunked because what happened was everybody thought that the person coming into the interrogation room and putting the files down on the pa- on the table was was Charlie Cox, was Daredevil. It is not. They showed a, a clip of it. They showed the trailer in IMAX and it expanded the ratio and you could see who that person was and it is just some schmuck, some guy who arrested him and is coming in to talk shit. So I'm debunking that right now. I honestly... So you you see pumpkin bombs. You see... Uh, you blatantly see Doc Ock because pff, why not? He spoiled the whole fucking thing for everybody. I got um, in front of it. right you you get like you get this storyline that was told that honest to god wasn't the best storyline on the world in the world it 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 took place late 90 no maybe in the 2000s mid 2000s maybe 2010 somewhere as well where um peter after the civil war kind of unmasked himself uh in the comic books and all these death threats and all this sort of shit started happening. The obvious started happening. And he was like, holy fuck, I need this to stop. Aunt May is dying. Um, and Mary Jane is in, is being threatened and, and all this stuff. So he goes to, uh, here's, I'm just saying this is what happened in the comic books. He went to the biggest troll that the internet created that Marvel did not, but the internet created the biggest trolling of themselves in Mephisto appearing in WandaVision. He was the original person who made this deal with Peter to get everyone to forget who he was. So it he saved Aunt May's life, but him and MJ weren't married after that point because nobody, he, they, it, like he raced a huge chunk of history and it kept coming up in comic books where people would be like, yeah, wait, something did happen then. What the hell? Why don't I remember that? And But like it wasn't, it was done real well where it wasn't just like this looming, I lost 10 years of my life type of thing. But there's just like little stuff that kind of happened. So that's my, when I first saw this, I was like, um, they cannot be doing Mephisto because they didn't, it, it just, it if there wasn't fanboys and, and nerds screaming Mephisto during WandaVision, only comic book nerds would be screaming Mephisto right now, but other people are going to be screaming it as well because of what happened with WandaVision. But the way we see it is we see Doctor Strange un, uh, doing a spell 
which very excited to see that those two are together again. It, it just they had a it's just going to be but a we're fun using our real names rapport. now. Yeah, like it's going to be interesting to see these that two. A little weird. <laughs> yeah, oh, we, like, we're using I'm our real so names weird. now. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm Peter. Steven. That feel weird, but I'll allow it. And it's just like so. I'm excited for these two when they were Mr. doing Doctor. press tour, right? When they were doing press tours together, it's always so entertaining and charming to see them kind of like banter. So I'm excited for that. Um, you know, what are we getting? Are we getting the Sinister Six? Are we not? Are we just getting glimpses of these people appearing? I mean, he said hello, Peter. Doc Ock said hello, Peter. So, like, is he talking to? Is he talking to Andrew? Is he talking to Toby? Is he be. talking to? Is he talking to 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 whatever? Now, rumors uh, are. I've heard two things. Is and someone interviewed Andrew Garfield? And he was like, nah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, man. I would know if I'm in the movie. Like, blah, blah, blah. Act, actor, they though. interviewed Toby, and they were like, yeah, go check out Spider-Man. <laughs> like, coming to theaters in December. It'll be fun. And I'm just like, is this another celebrity who just was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm in the movie. Like, did he just drop a bomb? Oh, did he? I yeah, that's it's a small story. It, he didn't officially say yes, I am in Spider-Man, but it was like he was casually talking to someone. It wasn't an interview; it was just kind of a casual conversation with somebody. And I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with people?" So I don't know if that's true or not. Honestly, I I weirdly don't want them to be in the movie because every because it's too obvious. Like, I know I'm always complaining about them not doing the things that the fans want and the obvious things, but for the love of God, like... It's so funny. It's so just, like, it's the worst... If they, if they are in this movie, and it's the worst-kept secret in Hollywood. Like, anybody who is pretending to keep a secret is joking themselves. They're kidding themselves because... You're giving us the Spider-Verse. We've confirmed that there's villains from the other movies that are um, in this. So, like, I don't know. I mean, I it's happening. I know. I know. I'm still... <laughs> Tim's, Tim's super... always just like, it's not confirmed. It's not confirmed. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, I don't tough. really care. I don't there's want what Marvel does, happening. dude. They do, they do I, I've, I've, I've come to live with that quote-unquote spoiler part about, like, Marvel right. films and films in general. Yeah. So, like... I'm I'm okay with it. It's like I don't. You ever want to watch a trailer? It's like if you don't care. If you're like so upset about getting spoiled, then you should just not watch any like trailers, any multi, any, and yeah. go on social media or like just live in your little hermit little shack and yeah, never come out until it's that, time, dude. Like, how is that possible? Like, I have a friend who's everywhere does that. now. That's like, yeah. That he I've, very that's hard just modern that. life. He does that I've come to live with. So I, I don't. Mean, Right, you know, I don't like, get upset well, why, about wait, it. Why is there a Spider-Man movie after Infinity War if he died? Like, like, because he fucking comes back to life. Yeah, I mean, this is just the reality we live in. They need to market things and need to get people hyped for it. And uh, and right, and I'm with you, George. I've accepted that as well. You gotta accept uh, it, it or, or you so, don't go on with your life. You know, like right. <laughs> um, and I mean, you know, when you in in terms of like. Uh, you know toby possibly casually saying go see spider-man <laughs> i mean all i can think of is that those both him and alfred molina were brought up in a time when that discretion wasn't it needed it was promotion and uh and maybe you know maybe they didn't i mean it would seem that it was 
you know, I think maybe there was some overlook on, you know, a lot of Marvel execs thinking, okay, people know now, not like they've heard enough about Tom Holland accidentally leaking shit that people know to keep shit, you know, close to the chest. And maybe they didn't have a conversation with them, and and the Alfred Molina thing blatantly happened, and this uh, far more low key thing happened with uh, with, with Toby Maguire. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, who who gives a shit? Like we're gonna see something. I'm gonna see. Yeah, that, I'll still enjoy yeah, it. That we never thought we would probably see. I didn't think I'd ever see. Uh, certainly, um, uh, the Marvel, the MCU has. Uh, crippled in power or you know and they can just do these things and the multiverse has thank you sylvie and loki to, <laughs> yeah has opened the door thank you to, sylvie we love you <laughs> yeah well sure um <laughs> thank you sylvie for unleashing untold uh evils upon the galaxy yeah uh, um but also thank you sylvie for unleashing like everything no the, to, she she like, made it all possible for all right. for everything so anything's open now that's i mean this is like a i mean a writer's dream it's like you can find your i mean marvel execs aside you can be sitting down and saying literally what if we did this and that as a viewer thinking anything could happen is exciting uh granted there are are is not a lot at this point <laughs> that we might be surprised by uh for this spider-man movie i think we've got a pretty good idea of uh what is gonna happen for the most part we're either gonna, gonna get the sinister six or we're not we're gonna get, at the very least get toby mcguire uh andrew garfield who knows um and that's awesome i mean this movie you know what is... i'm hoping for secret spider gwen <laughs> Oh, spider yeah. Gwen I mean, with Emma Stone. Yeah, I mean that would be cool. Uh, <laughs> Not gonna. But, I don't. Uh, I think it's going a little too far. But too old at this wishful point. thinking. Um, but, spider uh, Gwen. <laughs> you. I mean, but uh, to kind of, you can't rule anything out. I know. Anything could happen. And this is interesting. especially with Loki and like gender bender stuff and like you know like the multiverse. Like it's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, all these alternate versions of the, you know, same thing with Captain Marvel. Like, I think if anyone is cut, not Captain Marvel, Captain Carter, if anyone from the, you know, multiverse of stories is going to show up IRL, it's going to be Captain Carter. Like, well, that would be so great. That's, it's, yeah. there's uh, like, there's no better choice. Like, Haley Atwell has been in so many, she's the perfect candidate, you know what I'm saying, yeah, for them to take so from the multiverse yeah. of stories and bring it into the, like, film mcu like it just it makes sense i, I do want to put something out there and i kind of talked to him about this and tim was reticent to reveal stuff to me because he's you know because he knows more than i do in the mar in the stories but he did talk about mephisto i gonna ruin your this, life boy. <laughs> this this dr strange just willy-nilly going along with this clearly <laughs> reckless spell I'm sorry. Like what? Something else is going on here. Something else I, is going on. That's okay. I we'll find out, I, right? I don't think that's Doctor Strange. And that was my point earlier, even though I didn't I, want to spoil it, and then I right. spoiled it anyway. Fuck you. I mean, it's it. I mean, is it Mephisto? I don't think so. But I something else is clearly going on. We see at multiple points what could be viewed as Spider-Man fighting Doctor Strange. We do. And. I mean, there's one blatant one where they're when they're like go when they're like like at each other's like ha holding each other's hands, 
and then the whole during scene the with, spell no, no. Outside, there's a scene outside where they're outside and, the street, and it looks and like spider-man and strange look yeah spider-man like, and strange are fighting over something and spider-man and, gets hit by dr strange and dr strange pushes his astral body outside of his real yes. body and it's out in the street yeah, so he pushes out his astral body at one point. Good port and George. Forgot about oh, that. Oh, yeah, part. I see and, it right here. And then the, the bigger one, it, I mean, we don't see anyone else during the scene where Doctor Strange is making that crazy circle of trains besides him and Peter. I think they're fighting in that scene, maybe. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on. I, don't, I think this is Doctor Strange for being who, who he is and where he is and what he's learned. Uh, doing that sort of spell seems super reckless uh there's something we're missing there's something that's either not connected or there's a huge twist i don't know which one i mean but it's i also think that what we way. saw in the trailer a lot of what we saw in the trailer was not in the proper orders of sequences right they also like true. which that, is very that, typical of trailers so something like story-wise it's it's like it's to me it's kind of obvious that they cut a lot of the scenes to make it look like like especially even when like Doc Ock is like "Hello, Peter," I mean, and it's made to look dude, like he's talking to to you know to to our Peter, but remember, maybe, you know, I, like it's I just cut out that, very specifically. Yes, uh, I mean they they are not. It's not beyond them now to add scenes into a trailer to throw you off. That's which true. I think true. We, we may have. I mean, we saw we all saw Hulk running with everyone during Infinity War, who did not make an appearance, and that leads me to believe that there's are at least a couple times in this trailer that are just severely misleading us which yeah. is definitely within their power at this point yeah so that being said i, I mean i kind of like it i i like that in a way i mean of course wouldn't it I'd be crazy Robin if he's the what if doctor strange <laughs> oh man i don't think that's it but that wouldn't that be spicy um i, I mean you know, and all for all we've said, that Doctor Strange, despite his ridiculous like idea of going about ways, is clearly still a good person. Oh yeah. So I don't think that that's he's what. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. Oh. That, I'm excited to see how this plays out. Very much. I will be traveling to Texas and seeing this movie with Tim, and oh. we're just gonna be. Or at you least better I, come out. <laughs> we'll see. I don't want to drive. I'm just I'll gonna fly, be like, maybe. well, yeah, yeah, fly, dude. I fly, fly dude. Long, but... I hear it's pretty good. Um, so to your point, Dan, where you're saying that he's, you know, not normally this reckless, he's at this point, he's not really like that far removed. I mean, I guess it's been five years, but he was also removed for those five years um, when he was blinked out. But like he hasn't been strange uh, or uh, Sorcerer Supreme too terribly long. He's still headstrong, cocky, arrogant him underneath everything he's he's come a long way in his one movie and subsequent trip into outer space and then being blinked out of existence and then coming back like that so far it, it hasn't he gone wasn't... bad for him you're saying yeah. true that's i'm actually true. i actually have the trailer on and i'm kind of watching it to see these little moments so far um, it hasn't gone bad for him the my prediction is that that where he punches him out of his body is like almost kind of what happened with hulk you know, mm. where he's asking him for something and he's... Uh, that talks some sense into him or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean... It looks like they're fighting over something. Here's, here's what yeah. we know. They are merging the Sony-verse and the MCU, ladies and gentlemen. Spoilers. Mm. Spoilers. If you are watching this and you do not want to know 
about spoilers. I I'm gonna leave by. <laughs> you can't say spoilers and then say the name of the movie. Yeah, spoilers for Venom Two. Okay, fucked this up. You've already you just got the biggest spoiler in the world. Turn it off. You won't. I won't tell you nothing. But here you go. Five seconds. Five five second pose. Okay, so I watched Venom over the weekend. Normally, that's uh, comic book movies. There's always been one that's released on my birthday. Uh, it was Venom, Joker, Venom in the three subsequent years. And I hope that there's going to be another one and that I can continue this tradition because I'm really enjoying it. Because these are both two of my favorite villain characters in the comic books. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, <laughs> this movie was better than the last one. It was. Um, that's not saying a lot. Uh, you, you know, you can polish a turd. It's still a turd at the end of the day. Um, like a turd. In the right. Yeah. So it, they had a lot of that stuff. Um, it, by no means am I going to say must go see this movie. I, I'm not going to force anyone to go through that. You, 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 he's not even like they separate like Venom and Eddie separate for a good like 20 minutes of the movie. And I'm like, this is only a 90 minute movie. That's like a third of the movie practically. Like. The, it's so it Beth you know, checks it, out, I guess. Yeah, so it has it has its issues. That being said, it, it is better. I liked the little development that they did give Cletus. Uh, they had Shriek in the movie, uh, who was another symbiote who was had powers, I think, before the symbiote took her. Did her dirty uh, as hell because she doesn't ever get the symbiote. It's annoying, and uh, you know, again, they're. Uh, for whatever reason, Sony is like, let's just kill people. And I'm like, stop doing that. Like, you can't just, fuck you guys. So um, the one big thing I liked more about this movie, because I'll keep this brief, is in the first one, you just got this at the end of the movie. That was the fight scene. It was just basically a couple of kids' drawings that were being smashed together, like scribbling, and one's dark gray and one's dark red, or, or dark... Uh, blue or black whatever so it was bad it was really bad fight scene at the end of the first one this one was a cool ass fucking fight scene it was it was it gave me more of what i wanted they had this cool thing to give them dialogue where you didn't have to hear them like a turd in the way you didn't have to hear that voice all day they had a bell ringing so it would like ring and they would be like they'd be fighting that rings and then they're suddenly it's it's eddie and and uh cletus and they're have died like little dialogue and then they turn back and then they fight a little bit more. So it was cool. It was a nice dynamic. Um, but end credit scene, mid credit scene stayed to the end. That was not worth it. Mid credit scene, uh, was Dan watched it. George, I'll describe it. Anyone who else wants to hear it, I'll do my best to recall this. Um, you, he is basically sitting, Eddie is sitting in a hotel in, some other country speaking Spanish, watching a telenovela, and Venom starts to give Eddie a taste of the knowledge that he has accumulated as a hive mind on their planet, because Venom was kicked out, and I'm not getting into it. Uh, and then the moment that starts to happen, you get this really big, like, flash in the background, and everyone's Eddie and Venom are like, what the hell was that? Like, I didn't do that. Okay, what's going on? The only good banter between the two of them for the whole movie. Um, and it turns out the TV changed to a flat screen and it's J. Jonah Jameson on screen 
good old uh i can't remember his name he's just talking like it turns out that peter parker is spider-man and then he's like you see venom kind of be like that face and then he licks the screen and you're like well that was creepy but like it it's the loosest tie that they could possibly do to tie the two together either way Venom is now officially in the MCU, and it's not just Venom, it's Tom Hardy's Venom. I love Tom Hardy. I think he was a much more stable Eddie Brock in this, so if they bring that Eddie Brock into this one, I will be very happy. Um, Am I overly pleased? No, because if the movies were better, I'd be much happier. But, you know, maybe given that it's not purely Sony studios and Sony heads that are writing this, that they'll actually give the character a little bit more sustenance and a little bit more something to tie them together. Uh, If it was like, cool, Spider-Man and and Venom are going to have a crossover in Venom's movie. I would be like, shoot me now, please just, (laughs) just, I don't gouge my eyes out. I don't want to see that. You're going to ruin. I kind of think it's going to be like that. I think it's going to be like, that was the deal that Sony made. Remember, like, remember, like, when they when Spider Man was no longer in the MCU, like last year, randomly, and then they finally worked it out. I bet you that was the deal. Was that Tom Holland would do Sony films, but he's not crossover. He's not. It's the other way around. They're bringing Tom Hardy into this universe. Which here's my other question: because Venom three, Tom Holland shows. (laughs) I mean, he might at that point. Because it would make more sense. It's not needed, though. You know, people are going to go see it anyway. This movie, Venom, has the highest grossing opening weekend of the pandemic. So, you know, people wanted it. Go figure. It beat Shang-Chi, which I was like, what? Is this true? That's That's what I read. I didn't get full into the article. I read in passing. Well, the last one made almost a billion dollars. I mean, it is exciting. You know, on paper, you know, uh, Tom Hardy is Venom, uh, uh, you know, um, and Car- um, and Carnage. Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. I mean, that is exciting on paper. Like, just saying those words, some my body gets excited, but I just know that this isn't, uh, this isn't, this isn't the way. <laughs> this is not the way. It was, it, and, and Woody was fine. It, it, you know, it wasn't his fault. I'm, you know, I, I don't ever blame Woody Harrelson uh, for anything. He's yeah. he he is a national treasure. Um, uh, but uh, you know, it, it. I did want more natural born killers than I wanted. You know, zombie land. You know what I mean? Like it, it was. Sure. It wasn't. It was cool. It was good. He did. He did what he could with the with the source material and the directing. You know, I don't think Andy Serkis has really directed many movies. I know he's done mm-hmm. some, but um, if there's a guy to direct a CGI movie, this is the guy. Um, and you know, so. But here's my question: Does this mean that the future Sony movies are going to cross over? Do we get? Morbius the living vampire in the MCU. Is he going to show up in Spider-Man? Do we get Jared Leto in Spider-Man No Way Home? Far no. from home. No, we Why don't not? get Jared Leto. The movie hasn't even been released yet. Not enough people not even are aware. 
I, but nobody like regular people aren't even aware of his character name. Like he's not like a major player. I think if anything, they'll, if, if he does cross over, they might wait until what's his name's blade is out, which is mm. not for a long way off. Mm-hmm. He's a much better segue if blade isn't already in the totally. MCU and blade is like at least another phase away. At least yeah. if not, well, another he's at the, two end, phases he's, he's at away. the end. Isn't he at the end of this phase? No, at the end of they the pushed phase. him no? back, dude. Oh, damn, okay. That's too bad. I'm excited yeah, for that. Mostly probably because a big part of the pandemic, but also because they yeah. put in extra movies here and there and extra and like, you know, they made they they pulled the trigger on a few other movies that they were more ready for. Mm-hmm. So played as okay. um, it. it five days ago is this article and it says uh, an official Marvel Twitter account might have unintentionally revealed that the Blade reboot starring... I can never get that. Mahersh, Mahershala... I can never Maher, get that. Mahershala. Mahershala Ali, thank you, will hit theaters October 2022. Really? So we got one year from today. That's, that's still one... Yeah, that's... It's I mean, still phase four. And that's that still phase four? From five days ago? So that article was written five days ago. Wow. There you go. Well, I guess we'll see. Then, that is, then so, Dan, you're right. That it's at the very, very end of that phase yeah. then. Yeah, uh, which leads me to believe that his tie-in will be intense in some way. Um, yeah. So Venom, Venom, Venom is Venom probably going to show up in this uh, Spider-Man it would, movie? It would round out the the Sinister Six. It would. I don't. Be... It don't. I mean, okay. Look, I didn't see Venom two. I didn't want to. Um, admittedly. I don't really care for the way it's done, and that's not against Tom Hardy. That's more of just like, Tony. Uh, yeah, it's more against just everything. I don't, I don't. I mean, I was before I was just like, ah, there's no Spider-Man symbol on his costume, which I'm over now at this point. Um, but it's more just like, yeah, we are Venom, and it doesn't feel like it's a we. I feel like it's a Venom and and Tom Hardy story. You know, it, it like, and I don't. It, I that's like the antithesis of the character in, in my opinion but regardless uh i think i think he will be way more entertaining and and well done in the marvel movies uh if and when he shows up uh i said to tim earlier i don't see him being a villain they've spent the last two movies building him up as a protagonist though a protagonist who admittedly bites the heads off of some people but nonetheless a a more or less good guy i don't that him just kind of like looking at the screen and looking and being like yeah like yes like but what? Like, <laughs> what? What is your motivation exactly? Like, you you want to eat him? I don't. That that, that to me, just that post credit scene just made Wait me feel better about Wait my decision to not see the movie. I have like, a, I have a theory. Okay. What if? Okay. <laughs> what if? Uh, okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> You've got. You, we've seen. Okay, they're creating. You get. You get Toby. Assuming you get Toby Maguire, right? And he trickles into this multiverse, right? Uh-huh. We don't know when this clip is being shown. This clip could be sh- uh, of of Jay Jonah could be literally like in the middle or end of the Far From Home movie, uh, No Way Home movie. So it doesn't mean that it's necessary before. So let's pretend it's middle of the movie. Follow me on this one, right? So Strange has already done his spell, 
right? Mm-hmm. We've already got a multiverse incursion of Toby Maguire, of Andrew Garfield. If you have Toby, that means you have an alternate Venom symbiote already that existed. They share a hive mind. So if he's now in close proximity or contact with this character, with another Venom, that Venom has the hatred built into it for Spider-Man. He hates Spider-Man to his core. That is like the depth of his being is to destroy the being, the other being that rejected him as a character. So he might be like, why do I suddenly have an attraction to this character? Why do I not like, why do I recognize this person? That was what that lick was, was like, like, why do I, why do I want to lick this screen right now? So that, that alone could make this a very interesting movie because you can, you can get rid of, you can not say the words Topher Grace, but you can say that Spider-Man has had a history with Venom. You just took the one thing people were complaining about and just like symbiotically tied it into, you know, (laughs) osmosis did into this other Venom. That could be interesting. That's how I would write that, 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 that's how I would write that. Oh, that's not bad, Tim. I gotta mm, say, mm, it, even mm, if it's mm. even if it is the Mister Fantastic of stretches, uh, chills, <laughs> chills. I, I mean, chills. That that's all. You, it's, it's a big stretch. That is the Reed Richards uh, of stretches. Yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, it but seems kind of to me. Maybe that's bad. just my brain. It's not bad. I don't. I think the biggest hurdle there is like so hive minds are shared across multiverse. This is the problem. Okay, and this is this oh, is the big problem with proximity. I'm going to tell you, this is the big problem with tying in Venom with, like, the rest of the MCU, is that, like, you're going to have to be able to introduce this character to the MCU to the people who've never watched Venom, right? And who don't give two shits about it and who probably will never go see it. So, like, trying to stretch the connection between the two franchises right now and Sony and MCU is incredibly going to be, like, it's going to be a hard sell to audiences who never wanted to go see Venom and who never seen Venom. So they got to make it as freaking stupid and dumb and easy to follow as possible. Think you like? Do you know what I'm saying? So, Delivering yeah. this hot turd that is Venom into the MCU storyline is going to be a hard sell as it is. So you can't complicate that shit too much, or else people are just going to be like, "Who the fuck cares?" Yeah. George saying "hot turd" was the highlight <laughs> of this podcast for me. <laughs> just this hot turd that has been just the way George said it. Um, oh, yeah, I think I, that I, George is right. I don't. He think is. You, can, you can't just. You, you, your reasoning is great, Sim, but you've. Like it requires people to have to go yeah. on scene Venom, which most of the MCU audience yeah, no, would, probably would, won't, it, it might not have that, gone. Like, a good man might not have. Like someone's got to be there to explain that, and you just got like a you know a good quarter of the audience going, "What?" Like uh, exactly. Okay. They don't have they to be, be stupid and easy to follow. Look, it, I don't think any of that's going to matter because I think Eddie Brock and this Venom are maybe they'll fight like a kind of Batman versus Superman thing in the beginning, but I think ultimately yeah. he's going to help him and fight with him, Probably. which leaves an extra spot open for a potential Sinister Six, which is exciting. Probably. That's what well, I. Think. I don't think people would need to have seen the Venom movies. I think they will have need to have seen the original Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3 to get my connection more Again. than they would have needed to. That movie was the highest grossing movie of that year. Like, that movie made so much money. Oh, Everybody saw it. Plus, people know who Venom is. Right. Like, he's a big mainstream. Like, man, but like, 
Tobey Maguire's movie was like when we were kids. Do you have any idea how much of the audience nowadays no, I, is like wasn't even born yeah. when Look, that movie I'm, was made? That theory was for us. That theory was for the 37, 38, mm. 45, 50 year old. They got to sell it to the other half, dude. Who seen like, these movies. They got to make it super easy to follow. It has to make like it. It, it, it should just be like. His yeah. introduction no, should be seem like as smooth as possible and as easy to follow and as easy for the audience to accept and move on because like I think already bringing in somebody who wasn't introduced in the MCU into the storyline of the major like movie films is already a hard sell. Movie even film. even I dare say <laughs> even the people that are showing up in like like Sylvie and like all these people who are showing up in like the what ifs and stuff like that. Even those people will be hard sells because not everyone has Disney plus dude. Like yeah. not everyone is going to watch the ancillary stuff. Some people are only going to watch the care. movies. Yeah. I don't think they, they, they give give a shit. The balls and so they're just yeah. like doing whatever they feel like. And if you know it, you're getting rewarded. And if you don't know it, I think it's okay. But um, I, uh, yeah, I don't think any, whatever. None of this is going to matter because Venom's going to, be like fight. god and more spoilers for, for yeah more spoilers for for venom i mean they 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 kill they kill cletus cassidy right yes i i think they do but like well and then venom and then venom yeah he killed him that's right yeah he bit his head uh, off and then so he eats like, he literally eats the symbiote in front of him which i was like what? what i mean there was a there was a thing in the comics i know this because this is one of them i actually read where like Venom does eat the Carnage symbiote to like become more powerful, and he has both the Carnage symbiote and the Venom symbiote, yeah, which is bad. exciting. But like, that's obviously not what's happening. And I would be more excited if the potential of them, you know, an actual Maximum Carnage storyline with Spider-Man and Venom versus Carnage, but they threw that out the window. Well, so not true, because Venom's not in that universe anymore. Cletus Cassidy still exists in our universe. Whatever. Oh, They're all multiverses. So again, he, he, he moves somewhere. to a different universe. It's, no it's kind of brilliant. Because well, then, so what's Eddie Brock bring like back in Black our, Widow right is my, now? Is my question then. So if that's true, then there's an Eddie Brock and Cletus Cassidy in our universe somewhere? I guess technically speaking. I mean, okay. we're getting into like... We're getting into very muddy territory here. Where I mean, you know, does he bring back sport, Black Widow? So no. It's all everyone's still alive. Whatever, <laughs> you know, like it did is Loki's like, alive. Everyone's just all alive. No one dies for sure. Tony's just gonna you walk know, in and be like, "Did uh, no? Did uh, uh, did it, Peggy Carter tell Steve that he she was married, but she was married to Steve and didn't tell? Like we're getting into basically time travel, same theory. You know what I mean? Like is Steve his own grandfather? Who the fuck knows? You know. Um, so we're getting into that kind of like, what are we willing to? Where are we willing to suspend our disbelief? What can we, as an audience or as an individual, say? You know what? I don't care. Like when we when we look at at Steve's time travel to go return the stones, so many weird implications. When you actually think about it, he's gonna Did meet the Red Skull. The Red Skull. You know what? Let's just forget about it because it was a sweet moment. You know, is are they gonna yeah, create that? Probably not because it's Venom, and we're not gonna be yeah. like, oh, Venom, he's so sweet. You know, so well, I mean, <laughs> kids might if they watch the movie. Um, Funny. Yeah. Well, okay. I just want to say our so. Sinister Six. 
Are mm-hmm. we getting it or are we not getting it? I don't know, man. I mean, yes, it, maybe it, it feels like at least yes. half the roster has shown up already. Yes. And I don't think they would do half and not the full Shocker. thing. They only showed Shocker. us in the trailer. They only showed us Shocker. two. Yeah. Okay. They only showed us two. You're right. But, but I mean, uh, he's not one of them. He's their lackey. Uh, we're never official member of the Sinister Six. The Vulture is showing up. Vulture. He's got, got, and that's three. You're not going to give us three and not do the six. Scorpion. 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 Uh, I mean, I don't know. Doc Goblin. So that's four. Four. Shocker. Last two. It's not Shocker. George. Shut the fuck up. Um, (laughs) Um. it's. I mean, the last two. Who? We, I don't know. I mean, you. You maybe would they yeah. might. I don't think they're going to go the route of Mephisto was tricking us the whole time and is actually alive. Well, I mean, sorry, Mysterio. Oh, Electro. Uh, I think Elect- Electro is confirmed. Oh, Electro is confirmed. Okay, so there's so that's five. What, that's five. That means we've got two from Tom Holland's, two from Toby. Oh and shit! And Electro. Who's the other one? Please. Oh no! Love God. I don't want anyone else from that universe. The croc. Nobody. I don't want anybody. I don't want. I don't the, want the lizard. lizard. I don't, I don't want. Definitely don't the, want that. I fucking... don't want. It's not shocker. You're well, not getting can't... another goblin. Yeah, we're not getting another goblin. And I don't want rhino. I really don't want that rhino. I do. <laughs> I'm going to say this very, very slow for the kids in the back here. I do not want that rhino. Like, <laughs> I really. And that was the... Paul Giamatti is one of our most beloved actors, and it's like that is. Probably the... Spider-Man. And it was just like <laughs> you're trying to be no stop go home go home paul you're drunk oh my like god. Oh my god. well you the math is there i but it no no we want no one it would it would the lizard would have would have to be the one that's the only he didn't die did he no or did he no he didn't probably will be but, he, but he, how often has he been portrayed in sinister six tim like I feel like he's not usually not very part often. Of it. I I so that leads me to believe oh, that maybe I there's think, someone else I, we're not thinking of. Well, oh no, this is a different universe. Well, it's I guess not a, it's own, not it's not going to be. I mean, Venom. That's it could be. That's six, and that's the only other character that is actually all. There, there's there are six confirmed. Vill- well, Scorpion's not confirmed, and Vulture is not. A hundred percent confirmed. So we only technically have four confirmed villains, but I mean the logical response is uh Vulture and Scorpion. So there's technically six villains. Now, do they stay together the whole time? Does Venom turn on them? Does someone else turn on them? Bringing At the one kingpin. point in the comic books, Rhino was part of the Sinister Six, and he was never in it to actually kill Spider-Man. He just wants to beat spider-man it's a little different and so this might have been a book book but he basically saved spider-man he he tried to convince not saved but he tried to convince the rest of the sinister six to be like hey don't kill him like beat him stop him get your plan but don't kill him so Hmm. maybe rhino does show up and becomes the voice of reason but not that not that rhino. rhino. That's not no. rhino. That's just a dude in a suit, and we've had enough of that. Yeah, dudes in so, suits. So you know, <laughs> whatever. It, here's my thing: is they're giving us, they're showing us all the signs of Sinister Six. To me, that means we're not getting a Sinister Six. It really does, 
because there's been so many times where I'm like, oh yeah, oh, you know. But I mean, that was TV, not movies. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting. Okay, the only reason I'm doing this is because I, I, I don't know how much of me is cropped, and you can see in the background for anybody watching. Spider Man is like I've been reading this since I was like, I think eight, nine years old never stopped i'm not reading as much currently he's my literal favorite character i was a nerd my whole life so he's the most relatable thing i have i do not want to set my sights super fucking high and then not get that stuff so i'm like probably sinister six i'm just gonna be like no there's not gonna be no sinister six and then when sinister six shows up bam i came in my pants you know like it's gonna be (laughs) i'm i want that moment well, I'm not sitting so I, next to you then. That's the no, <laughs> I would. I recommend putting a buffer seat. Also, by the way, I went and saw Venom at the Alamo Draft House. I don't know if they have one in Chicago yet. I think they do. Maybe not. But uh, it the was really Alamo nice. Draft House, dude. They're, yeah. they're in San Francisco. Sounds like in, a Texas thing. Oh, they are. They started in San Antonio, but they, um, they they've expanded. I think they have one in Chicago. You should check it out. It's like one of those where you, they serve you food. You can order it while you're at your seat, so it's kind of nice um but when i saw when i uh i was like i want these two seats they after i did it and i went back to look they built a buffer next to me like they would not let anyone take the seats on either side so they Hmm. they're like oh i went and saw shang chi at an amc fucking shoulder to shoulder like you know they're like fuck it you guys are fine and i'm like texas for you well that's true um (laughs) So yeah, damn it. There was something else I wanted to talk about. You were talking about uh, you know, building up your expectations. Yeah, no, there was um, something I wanted to move something on. Something about coming or splooge. Or, <laughs> you lost me. I, I'll bring a poncho, I get it. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Call um, me Gallagher. Um oh, wrap it up. God. Uh, I mean Yeah, what else is there left to say? I don't know. Anybody playing anything new? <laughs> We're going to bring it around. New? No. No. <laughs> no. Old favorites? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Classics. Classics. We're diving into Dying Light and George's. But you're still streaming like Hearthstone and all this stuff. Sure. What did you say you were going to play the other day? I talked to you yesterday. I don't know. I played all Age right. of, I've been playing Age of Mythology on the side. Ombus. Nice. Ombus. <laughs> That's how you do it. Rex right Tamar. Rex Tamar. Cradipop. Brunsfit. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Has, and, has, let's let's stay on Spider Man, sort of. Spider Man okay. adjacent. It's still Spider Man. Did anybody watch the Sony showcase? Sure. Did you see the trailer for Spider Man 2? Sure. So. Did. Like, like you get they they gave you two characters, which I'm like, oh, this is it. This is Wait. the thing. The narrator is Craven. Oh, right. I knew that. And then and then oh, the voice in the shadows is Venom. And I'm like, oh man, this but is this be early good. for Craven, but okay. I also think sure. they cast Craven in his they're gonna do a Craven movie. Sony. Hmm is going to do a craven movie they got to stop doing that they have to stop introducing supervillains without the superhero they're not ooh. right mm. they make them protagonists and that makes them sympathetic and that's i don't think they're trying to make him a 
I think they're going to try and do like a Joker. Yeah, I'm fucking... Mm. Mm. Yeah. But like that's some of Spider-Man's villains have redeeming qualities. Like Craven, sure. the hunter being one of the more redeemable ones. Really? He really yeah, I mean he was trying to get at one point he the goes crazy. Spider-Man? <laughs> well he but he's he, he man, he went crazy by a serum, but he was trying to, you know, oh, prove man. his love for his wife and and the lady that he lost <laughs> and blah 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 blah. So I mean he's he has more human characteristics and relatable things that he can talk about than Eddie Brock and other characters and Norman Osborn and, and, you know, fucking Vulture and all these characters. I, I was wondering how you felt about uh, the, so they, they introduced Venom and Craven in that trailer for the new Spider-Man game, which is mm -hmm. super exciting. Mm -hmm. Me and Tim agreed, actually. We, we talked about this the other day. Me and Tim think that, the Spider-Man 2018 PS4 exclusive game is overall the best Spider-Man story to be portrayed on a screen. Agreed. If, uh, and, and then I reiterated better than Spider-Verse and Tim said better than Spider-Verse. Yeah. And I have to agree. I agree. Uh, it is a well done story and uh, you, anyone who gets a chance should check it out. But uh, so that being said, um, I, was wondering how you felt about the fact that our, we're not going to see a, a Norman Osborn as Green Goblin, I guess, in this universe, as he's clearly on his deathbed in the trailer. I, I thought that was interesting um, and kind of sad. It? Yeah. Maybe I'm. Are they mistaken. are they doing are they doing them like they did the Amazing Spider-Man two? Um, because is that what you're thinking about? I but but I didn't I wasn't sure. Like, weren't wasn't the last game building up to uh Harry Osborne possibly being Venom? Wasn't that what yeah. that was leading to? And that's so I mean, they obviously aren't going to go that direction with Green Goblin, so there's no Green Goblin, I guess, in this universe. I, I don't know where you're getting this information about Harry Osborne being on his deathbed. That was in a movie. Oh, maybe I'm maybe I'm mixing things up. Wasn't he I mean, sick? I, in, in... I might be wrong. Oh no, you're right. No, that's, that's my mistake. That's, that's the, my mistake. That's the Andrew Garfield movie. Yeah, I was mixing yeah, yeah. it up. No, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. no, they're giving us Goblin oh, yeah. at some point. Yeah, he's just no, he's Fucking just so better. old already. I guess I was just confused, and he's like running for mayor and shit, and or he is mayor, and I don't know. He is that mayor. Was... Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Am I mixing up yeah, my Spider Man? Too I'm many Spider Man. But yeah, no, I'm excited for those. Um. They also gave us uh, the world's uh, least, world's shortest trailer for a video game in the Wolverine. Oh. <laughs> Insomniac right. is doing a Wolverine game. Insomniac. To be determined. I mean, I trust if it's Insomniac. like, yeah, if it's like this, I'm fine. I don't, I honestly don't really care if it's, it, if, if they just kind of like, oh, hey, you like this fighting style? Do it as Wolverine. I'm like, all right, yeah, fine. I'm exactly. fine with that. Like, yeah. cool. Just copy give me the, more, give me more copy Batman, Batman games. Games. Like, that, yeah. As many times as you want with as many superheroes, I'm probably on board. Those and then, great. and then the other one that gave me chills was, um, uh, God of War, uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. Sure, yeah, that looks super good. I'm so so the guy who directed uh, both this last God of War uh, in 2018 and the god of war 2 uh in ps2 cory barlog he was the guy who did those and he's not doing this next one and i just don't think it's gonna be as good because 
God of War 2 and this last God of War were easily the best. Easily. Uh, and I, he just... He's not doing he, this one? He's not. Um, he's, he's a producer, so it's not like he's not around, uh, but he's not directing this game, and so I think it's going to... Just, I just don't think it's going to be as good. Uh, but it still will be very good, and it's exciting to see what happens and how things play out. And yeah. there's a lot to unpack there. We'll save that for a different podcast. The question is, can it, are any of these uh, uh, enough to convince Senor GJC327 no. No. to get a console? You don't need to finish that sentence. I'm never buying a console. It's such a waste of money. It's not. You, it, it's going to die. Consoles are going to die. Like I mean, like... You said this ten years ago too, George. By the way, I have a Switch. Like, what other like? I mean, like, like I mean, PS4 is like killing it, and like it's gonna. I don't really care. (laughs) I'd rather spend that money on a new computer than buy a freaking PS4 or a new PS5 or whatever. What happened, man? We used to sit around all the time, the three of us just (laughs) PC master race. I would. I you have a switch, dude. I would literally bring (laughs) PC master race tube TV on the metro train in chicago to play borderlands which we could play on pc too yeah but like no no you said you were gonna get an xbox once borderlands came out and you held true to that right up until the day of launch and you backed out so you can't you can't pull that i don't i mean all right i don't care (laughs) that doesn't like hurt my feelings to to say that i backed out of that i don't ever want to spend money on a console it doesn't make any sense to buy one right now like I just I don't. You were saying that right up until then, and then you're just like, nah, like I don't care. And, yeah, uh, that sucks. I'm sorry, I hurt your feelings, Merch, but like Me I don't want to buy a console. I don't want to spend that money on a console and then have to spend that money like five years later on another console. It's like, dude, it's it's. it's... Yeah, but people drop that much money to upgrade their computer. It's the same thing. It's just people justify it because they sold the same shell. And I could do more on a computer like a than I could do chip. on. And it's like I feel like I'm locked in and constrained with a with a like with a console. There's more that I could do on a computer than I could do on a like. It's, I mean, George isn't wrong. I mean, this is the way that it's going to be, and it's going to. I mean, it's. I don't think their consoles are going to die out necessarily, but I mean, no, no it's way. just they're going to be gonna... like. For, if you look at the next few generations and all of the consoles that are coming out, they're essentially just dumbed down versions of computers now. Like that's what it is. I wouldn't. Even I mean, call them that, dumbed that, down at that point. The though I will say that the generations are lasting longer and longer now, and it's much more bang for your buck than it used to be. I mean, consoles used to be released what like like fucking yeah four years or something. I barely use my Switch. Like honestly, Xbox came out and like God, uh, you know, over a decade ago at this point. There's Uh, there's like yeah, so like. I think if this, I think this, who knows how long these, this next generation will last. Like I I'm just, saying, I'm thinking like 15 years, maybe that's yeah. good bang for your buck. I mean, I, I mean, I know you're not getting a PC this lasting that long. Tell, tell you what you I'm can't saying. do on a PC, play God of War. Tell you that. <laughs> tell, tell you what else you can't do, play Spider-Man. Tell you that. I don't really care. I've never yeah. played any of those. So it's not like I feel like I'm missing out or anything. Right. If you played them, you'd understand what you were missing out on. Yeah. Anyway. I'm not anyway, like a big yeah, dude, like Spider-Man literally, fan literally like you are, like coming in my pants in theaters for Sinister Six, you know. So I don't like it. Doesn't we're this is a lost cause here, Slice. Like, <laughs> yeah, nothing we should so say could good. possibly convince George. That Spider-Man um, game and that God of War game were just yeah. so good. Two of the greatest games of all time. Well, I don't know about Spider-Man. The story was great, but the God of War game was probably. I, I mean, this. I think it's the best game, one of the best games ever made, and it's like I, I will put. 
both of those in my top five video games of all there's time. so many games yeah. on pc that you miss out that you can't play on console too so it's like i'm it's not like i play a bunch of different that's games true. in general fair fair point that's true i, I mean, play I pretty really much does, three games okay create a <laughs> or rectus <laughs> rex <Rectus> oh. <laughs> and also hearthstone oh and then like sometimes marbles and maybe some halo and then maybe some halo that's Fortnite. what it was you were telling me you were playing Halo. I think I have that. Master Chief all... Collection is free let's, on Xbox. Let's rebuild. It? Dan, were you there for the early Halo stuff? I don't know if you were. Yes, he was. He played you? SOS. I dubbed the term Monades Mon. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> oh, you mean like, was I was I playing with you guys? I don't think so. But I played those. I played the earlier ones. Was it? I don't Reach. know. Was Dan it, was playing was Reach? Reach with us. Yeah, I think yeah. it was. And we built yeah, that level. That, that super tiny little box level that yes. had two that towers in the corner. Yeah. SOS. Yeah. I was there let's, for the whole thing. Let's rebuild it. Let's get yeah. some of George's followers, get us, and go play and just just fuck around on a stream for a little while. Okay, anyway, I'll find out. <laughs> we you guys got to get a Master Tandy. Chief collection. People yeah. could have stopped listening. I think to it's free. 20 minutes ago. So let's check it is. It's on Game Pass because um, it's a Microsoft game. So in review, we talked a lot. Good okay. times. See you guys next week. No, you gotta um, watch. Oh, talk about the wait. wait we gotta end what you, things you need to watch. Okay. What Go are we George, watching? I know, what, I know what you're gonna say. I know. Yeah, you know what I'm gonna say. Squid Game. Hey, we need to do it. You guys all need to binge it. We need to do a full episode on it okay. before it, like the fade is over. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> or I the fade. It's, it's hot. I right watch now. it. Um, Good game. For sure, intrigued me. What are your uh, recommendations? I got nothing I want to recommend right now. What, you, what have you been watching? I mean, I've been watching. Uh, I mean, I'm uh, uh, Kim's Convenience, and I've been watching. I started. Uh, her, I started her Dark Materials. Or her, her yeah, how's that? It's 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 the begin. It's early. Um, it's hard to say. It's okay. Um, it's it. I'm intrigued to see where it goes. Uh, right now, it just isn't hitting home for me. But it's it, there's the quality is there, and the production is there. That's good. That's good. I cared about uh, it. I want to watch that too. I watch both of those things, man. I've been I've been doing nostalgia runs, so like you know, I just finished watching like Friends, you know, and like I rewatched Firefly this week. Nice or this last week. It's so heartbreaking. I I've been watching Criminal Minds. I only catch every few episodes because I'm not the one watching it, so I'll just come in and be like, "Oh, what are you watching? Oh, cool, I'll watch that too." And so like I'm into it and I like the show, but like I haven't been watching. You know, I've watched, I watched What If, I watched, you know, these. I, I still have only seen the first episode of Star Wars Visions, and, and it was cool, and I really want to I see the rest that, of them, yeah. but I don't really have a, like, must-go-watch, uh, you know, Bob's Burgers. Go watch that if you haven't. That show is fucking hilarious. I started rewatching, trying to finish off uh, Archer wherever I, le- I left off on it. I'm, Oof, I'm doing that, too. It's not as hard. Hate... There's one season that's not great. And then yeah, it, I'm it, in it probably. Well, right it's now. more just like, I mean, I appreciate the, about that show is they, you know, things, continuity, like they keep yeah. like plot points. And I, so I like come in, I'm like, the gags. What, what is happening? Like, so that, that's the challenge for me right now because yeah. I've also watched that show super stoned with you guys. But the first <laughs> couple of seasons, they had loose continuity, which was kind of neat. Uh, and then they started kind of going more into in-depth right. continuity. And then you get into these weird, which seem like one-off 
uh, seasons where it's like he's a detective in the 50s and then he's a uh, uh, lives on an island and is like a pilot and then fucking Krieger is a talking bird and and then there's one where he's in space and it's just like what the hell is happening and then they have uh, a, a, a spoiler that I won't get into because it's it I mean I still like the show it they do it they do it pretty well and they really do change the dynamic up a lot and it's uh I I love the show it's good I'm watching Doctor Who again as usual uh, so you know I'm a creature of habit I don't Doctor know what to tell Who you guys marathon. <laughs> yeah they just announced the the next final season for what's her name uh, um whatever it's got a subtitle so it seems like it's going to actually be linear as opposed to the last two seasons that she had which is kind of like what the fuck is happening but still she's very good she's an excellent doctor i'm not taking anything away from her jody whittaker there you go yeah Broadchurch. that was Broadchurch. the one i'd recommend i never oh, I, didn't yeah. watch the third, I didn't watch the third season because i hear I it's either. just like stupid depressing and crazier than the first two but the first two were fantastic Broadchurch has the doctor in it it does and the, the it has doctor both the doctors queen. in it? It has Jodie well, Whittaker and um, David Tennant. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know and, both and, of those were in and it. And Queen Elizabeth, Olivia, Olivia Coleman. She's wow. in it too. Okay. It's, it's a cool... The first season is amazing. The second yeah. one is heavy, but still really well done. Good acting. I think it's Chris Chibnall um, who did Chibnall. it. Is, is the guy who wrote it. And it was great. And then he became the showrunner for Doctor Who, and, and and he's also working with Jodie Whittaker. But like, he didn't take that storytelling prowess and like complete start to finish story and bring it to Doctor Who. The first two seasons of Jodie Whittaker's Doctor Who has great character development, but there's no overarching story there's nothing that connects this the episodes other than the characters the doctor and her companions whereas the earlier seasons of it are all like they're building towards a big bad or they're building towards a moment in in time where the doctor has to do a thing and it's this whole big kind of like they're great and then this one's lacking that her character is fantastic and i love her stuff but it's just like it's missing something and i think he's finally getting that in his farewell season and they're bringing back um david tennant's showrunner uh russell t davis to do another season of, of doctor who the doctor who man. i mean who? anybody anybody who's a who fan will have enjoyed hearing most of that if they didn't already know who? it you star lord you two <laughs> sons of bitches Star Lord. one day one day who yeah and yes. one day i'll watch breaking bad but you know we'll, we'll never see. yeah one day it's, sure Let's mention oh, it's very expanse. Hard to start a new show. <laughs> expanse, of course, expanse. I say it every oh, week. Man, new trailer came out, season. but everyone needs to catch up. I I'll edit a bunch of this season. out. Did anybody see the trailer for um, mm, don't know what it's called? The Game of Thrones spinoff, yeah, House of Dragons. I saw Matt it. Smith, that's cool. The Doctor, another Doctor. Man. Can't. I'm still hurting, man. I'm still hurt. You're still bitter. I haven't. Re- I used to rewatch Game of Thrones like every single year. I watch it all. You know, and it's been now yeah. almost two years since I've watched Game of Thrones because I'm still kind of butthurt. But right. I mean, I used to rewatch the show a bunch too, and it's just like that first season. You, I've seen it at least twenty times. How do you get excited for something when you know how it ends? You can't. And it's just it's, it's, it's uh, prequels are hard like that. You know, it's like 
Oh man, we're not gonna talk about how disappointing the last season. Rogue One. No, we're well past that. that Rogue One. But it's just see Rogue One. How you know how it's gonna end? Disappointing. Rogue One. We almost went through an episode where I didn't no. say it. I'm the one with the force and the force. Okay, the we gotta end it there. We almost went. I said let's, Rogue let's One. About... I thought we were gonna go through without mentioning Rogue One. We didn't. We. I, I had to shoot one. I need to add a little ticker, a little ding, Rogue One, and it'll just come up the moment you say it. So every every episode, George says, "Rogue One, Rogue One uh, fucking Corehound." We have gone zero episodes. You know that, like, we have gone this many days without an accident. I'm gonna go. We have gone zero episodes without George mentioning <laughs> Rogue <laughs> One. <laughs> uh, I'll put it up as we've gone oh one episode, God. and at the end oh, of it, it's not possible. Zero. It's not possible. No. Can't. Speaking of Donnie Yen, he's he's going to be in the next John Wick. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So awesome. I'm, I'm super excited about that. I am a fan that. of Donnie Yen. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Those are the, yeah. That's exciting. I want that scene to be great. Although I really wanted a little bit more from the John Wick, uh, the Keanu Reeves versus, oh my God, what's his name? The Master Chef guy oh yeah what, what wait he's a, you did he's he's a legit martial artist who has won many many i'm, I'm aware but it's not like he's like this big no but i wanted a little bit for. a little yeah. bit more from for... the fights i don't right, care about fine. his presence i want the fights yeah, movies those movies are about the fights i don't presence <laughs> give me no i just you know i mean like like the donnie yen versus versus uh Keon. that's yeah, exciting i mean that's yeah, a big that's uh, some pretty big shoes to fill there, but so we'll see how that plays yeah. out. I'm excited for that. All right, nah, gentlemen. I, I got nothing left to tank. I'm yeah, we got here. Yeah, we we've got we're stretching. Dan's like I'm fading. Like can't do it. Dan, how are you ever gonna be a pro streamer if you can't go at least like six Dude, hours? Dude, I'm gonna be. I'm not. I'm. I don't. I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to be like he's a YouTuber first. He's, break he's out the myth gauge of mythology, dude. Age <laughs> mythology with Smurge. Dude, I could just, I could go, I could just go full train wreck and just start doing cocaine, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> I don't think uh... you don't need that. We'll just play fucking Dying Light for twelve hours straight, and you'll be strung out like a motherfucker. Um, uh, every right. time there'll be a game, like what the fuck is that? Um, good games. Games. I need to go get food and then log on and play. Oh Dying wait, wait, Light. do oh, your alcohol. Where can we find people? Oh, oh yeah. Right. yeah. Thanks, George. George is George is now the host of uh, the Modern Nerd for the last half of this episode because trying to keep I don't us know on. what's happening here. Can't be dawdling, dude. Uh, oh, man. So what? True. Follow the the Modern Nerd on uh, I, th I think I have a Twitter, but on Instagram, and then you can find me at SirSlice13 on most uh, platforms. Dan is non-existent on social media, so George, what do you got? This is my channel. You're on it. Twitch.tv slash GJC327. Find me here on the Find channel. YouTube, you Instagram, Twitter, OnlyFans, TikTok, Fansly. Only so fans. close. <laughs> Everywhere. Okay. Weebo. The ultimate presence. Weebo. George still has a Vine account, so, you know. No, I don't even know what Vines Dude, are. Man. I Rest in peace, Vine. You know Dude, what I do I... have? WWE Tout. <laughs> oh, I no. can't believe I can't. That's so funny. No. I got Tout. I miss Vine, dude. I miss it when originality was rewarded instead of just doing the same fucking thing that everyone TikTok. else is doing, like on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'll see you kids later. Good fight. Good night. Good night.